This is episode 16 of Fresh and Uncooked. I am Chris. And I'm Jeff. And this is the food podcast to listen to to learn about new products and menu items, general food discussion, food reviews, taste tests, including what we're talking about today, which is what, Jeff? Food containers. Food storage. <laughs> food storage? How about food... Food containers. Food you want storage? Containers. Well, okay. you're storing food in containers. <laughs> well, if you transport it, are you really storing it? Are we just talking transportation of food? Well, no, I, I guess, I don't know. I, I guess it's a really hard way to kind of describe it. So <laughs> should we describe it as a container or storage? Either way, I guess it's... I mean, anything capi- from Tupperware to bringing food over to somebody's house for a potluck to storing leftovers i kind of felt it was a broad range yeah yeah okay. definitely all right i'm glad we got that settled all right <laughs> <laughs> but first jeff i have some food news all right that includes cheddar bay biscuits at home very interesting a food app alert oh boy and subway slash tom brady slash one net carb bread wow one of those things i'm very excited about food news you know what? I'll let you pick. Which one do you want to hear? Which one are you excited about? Oh, let's go with uh, the Cheddar Bay Biscuits. The best chain restaurant biscuits, the Red Lobster Cheddar Bay Biscuits, are now available in the freezer section at Walmart. How about that? Are you excited? I'm uh, sure. I mean, I'll try them. I'm definitely going to get them next time I'm at Walmart. But <laughs> It's not going to be the same. Well, they do have a box mix just about everywhere. Have you, have right. you seen the box mix where you can? Just- yeah, I've had some, and I don't even. I don't even know if I've ever made them. I think they expired before <laughs> I made them. They're they, decent. They sat in a cupboard for a long time. They're decent. I mean, you got to mix with water, like your own cheese, uh, eggs, maybe. I think. Okay. I don't know if they're eggs or not, but you know, you you got to mix it yourself. You bake, you scoop them out. You bake them yourself. You make the little garlic butter while they're cooking. They're very good. Okay. Like these go from the box to the baking sheet to the table in less than 30 minutes. Hmm. No mixing, no prep work. Well, there's some prep work. There's just like the box. It comes with a little garlic seasoning pack. You got to melt some butter on your own, mix it, you know, on the stovetop. And you brush them when they come out of the oven. But um, this kind of throws me off a little bit, Jeff. It says, um, it says here 20 to 30 minutes in the oven at 350. That seems like a very long time. It does. I mean, like the box, I think is like 12 minutes. Yeah. And like a frozen box of like garlic bread is like five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Why the heck do these take 25 to 30 minutes? Oh, I don't know. Maybe because it's only at 350 degrees. I don't know. That just seems like a really long time. But yeah, next time I'm at Walmart, I'll grab some and I'm going to keep an eye on them. um, And I'll I'll, uh, report back. But uh, no, I'm looking forward to trying them. I've done the box mix several times. Very delicious biscuits. Yeah, you preface this whole thing by saying that those are the best biscuits out of any chain that's out there. Oh, yeah. Best, best, maybe even bread that's served at any chain before the meal. That is saying a lot. So you yeah. really like those. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Red Lobster just doesn't want me to ever come to the restaurant. They're making it too easy. So November 3rd is national sandwich day oh it is yes sir oh good and what a better way than to celebrate national sandwich day than buy one get one free sandwich jeff so so where at where do i get this from (laughs) because i guarantee i probably have the app 
If not by the end of this episode, I will have the app. Potbelly is celebrating National Sandwich Day with this fantastic offer. Oh, see, in the potato chip episode, the chip mm-hmm. episode, mm-hmm. I talked about how I needed to download that Potbelly app. Well, I've slacked a little bit, oh. and it's not on my phone, but by November 3rd, it will be on my phone. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking about adding this food app to my collection as well. Although you don't have to have the app or belong to the Potbelly Perks Rewards Program to claim this offer. If you want the buy one, get one offer, you can also just do it online straight up at potbelly.com. Hmm. So Wednesday, November 3rd, get an original or big size sandwich using the promo code BOGO on the Potbelly app or the website. That is your fresh and uncooked food app alert. I'm going to go with a, a rack. I usually go with a rack at, at Potbelly. Oh, yeah. That's solid. Yeah, yeah I, a good I, one. I, I think I've had that. The Italian. I haven't had Potbelly in a while. I'm going to I'm gonna have to do this. See, November 3rd. November 3rd, National Sandwich Day. I don't know. Can anybody top that? Buy one, get one? Um, yeah, if they just gave it to you for free. <laughs> yeah. That's the only way to top it. Yeah, I don't think so. And what <laughs> chips did you say Potbelly had? They have the Zaps chips. Oh, that's my favorite chips. See? November 3rd. Wednesday is going to be a beautiful day. It is. Christmas in November. From one um, sandwich chain to the biggest of all fast food chains, Subway, they're offering a one net carb bread option as a test in select cities. It's in partnership with food tech startup Hero Labs. I mean, I don't know. Do you usually like to get your bread from a lab? (laughs) I don't know. With just one gram of net carbohydrates, zero gram sugar, 12 grams of protein, 26 grams of fiber, and only 100 calories in one six-inch sub-roll from Hero Bread. Hmm. Tom Brady is an investor at Hero Bread, so I would think this is probably happening nationwide in 2022 at some point. But uh, currently, they're testing Hero Bread sandwich rolls for a limited time in Savannah, Georgia, Des Moines, Iowa, Colorado Springs, Colorado, and Boise, Idaho. Ooh, I've been to two of those four places. Starting November 5th, though, sandwich lovers outside of those cities can vote where the Hero Bread test expands at hero.co slash vote. If you're excited about, uh, if you're a frequent Subway person, which I'm not, but I'm still an occasional Subway person, even though I'm not too crazy about it. It's just, they're everywhere. They're convenient. There's one, what? 30 steps away from the fresh and uncooked studios there, Jeff, right? They're everywhere. I haven't had Subway this year. Would you try so, their uh, one net car bread? I mean, you're not a bread person. You, you don't buy bread. You stay away from the bread. Uh, but this is, you know, this is like I mean, healthy I buy bread. Sandwiches. When I buy a sandwich, I don't buy bread because I don't need to make sandwiches constantly at my house. Right, right, right. But I used to like when Subway did the... Um, the wraps that were low carb. Now they weren't mm. one net carb or whatever, but they were low carb and those were decent. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Probably mm. in the last, I would say five years. Yeah. I could count the number of times I've eaten at Subway on one hand. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still, I'm maybe once, twice a quarter. Okay. Quarterly. No I dig yeah. it. A quarterly visit at Subway, <laughs> mostly because of their convenience. I mean, all their meat already seems to come from a lab. So why not their bread? That's your food. Yeah. So Jeff, you try anything new lately? What have I tried new? What have you been oh, eating? Oh, 
been eating salads? I had salads, yes. <laughs> we had some nice fresh salad. I was inspired right. by I still have not have had a salad, salad episode since, since our salad episode. Oh yeah, it was so good. I need to have a salad this weekend. Thousand Island dressing, not Ooh. blue cheese. Okay. Right on. Yeah, I haven't tried anything new. Actually I have. Really quick. I don't know what it's called. So I I've got a Costco membership now. Not a sponsor. But I've been trying new be. they should be. But I've been trying new things at Costco because it's all new to me. So right. I don't know if this is new to everybody, but um, this was like a German pork schnitzel kit that you Ooh. could get. Okay. It was like, um, <clears throat> I don't want to say it was like 14, 15 bucks. It was in the refrigerated section. It wasn't frozen, but it's like, it's pork schnitzel and like a mushroom, German mushroom gravy comes with it. Right. So it's, okay. it's, it requires a little assembly though. It's, you have to bread it yourself. So it's sous vide pork. It's it's like all in a, a big plastic thing. You got to like snip a corner off, throw it in the microwave for like a minute to warm it up. And then you like have to separate like little pork cutlets, I guess they would be like, you know, boneless pork patties. And they were, um, <clears throat> they were just all stuck together. It's a big mess. And then they have a little <laughs> breading that you bread it and then you put it in, you, you got to fry it and then you heat up the gravy. It was, it was kind of a, quite the assembly process and it was like the meat did not tear apart like into perfectly you know pork cutlets i don't know and it tasted just awful so oh so just a bad experience all the way around yeah from yeah it was like okay oh yeah i can i can bread up a couple pieces of pork and you know get it crispy it's already cooked because it's sous vide so you're basically just warming it up and crisping the breading but it was terrible experience ever since i opened the package (laughs) so when you get something like that are you inspired to try to make your own because you know that you can do better? Sometimes. It, not particularly on this, but... Um, I'm not a fan of German food. I decided that when I went to a German restaurant over the summer, hmm. it's very, very heavy. It is. I like some of the sausage and stuff like that, but... Like a bratwurst? Yeah, yeah. Or a knockwurst or any type of worst. <laughs> I'll eat that. Mm-hmm. But man, German food, not a fan. Yeah, I don't know if I've had a whole lot of German food, but uh, pork schnitzel uh, from Costco, I have to say, stay away from. I don't know if that was like an Oktoberfest thing that they had or if that's on their regular rotation. I'm still new to the Costco thing, so <laughs> couldn't tell <laughs> How you. How often do you go? Every two weeks. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> Even once every two weeks is kind of a lot. I It is. It, it does seem like a lot, but, you know, I get these, you know, like, like bottled water there is is cheap and mm-hmm. you know paper towels you know there's a lot of essentials that i'll grab there and then yeah i've just kind of just from other people saying oh you got to try this you got to look for this just kind of been trying everything so i don't have a full-blown cart by the time i walk out of costco but it'd be easily be able to do that okay yeah i have both memberships and you know what now that you now that i think about it i probably do sam's club every two weeks but i get four things at a time really. yeah yeah, right, right. Where do we start with food containers, with food storage? Food storage. Well, I was thinking about it, and there's so many things, so many different ways in which you can take food home, right? Sure. So I, I think we've learned throughout the course of the pandemic with takeout that things get wrapped in different ways and they're transported in different ways. So I'd like to see what's your favorite or what's the most efficient way that you see of food being transported from a restaurant. Sure. Yeah. 
well, I think <clears throat> I think some foil has to be involved. Okay. Um, I think most of the stuff I've seen, like uh, the, you know, those plastic containers. You know, not quite Tupperware, but definitely like a fast food plasticky container with the lid. You know, it's like a clear lid, a black bottom. Yes. Usually some foil in there if, if you're getting, you know, warm food, which most likely you probably are. And I you can even save those too. You could recycle them. You could. Yeah. 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 Um, I think those work. I, I don't mind those as long as, as long as there's something else like a little foil to keep, to keep things warm. So plastic on its own really doesn't keep anything warm. I don't think so. No, no. It keeps things contained for the most part with those lids, they snap on and mm-hmm. things can be contained. You could even put soup in a plastic container. Yeah. I know a lot of places um, do that. So plastic's good because it's recyclable and what have you. It's relatively inexpensive. Is it good for you, especially when you have hot food in there? Mm, That's something that's kind of, (laughs) we have to wait and see. I've read a lot of things about plastic and hot food inside of it. And you shouldn't, you probably shouldn't do that. Well, almost Um, foil too, right? (laughs) Yeah, same with foil too. But, But... Foil works out really well. Like So when I cook on the grill, I always use foil at the end just to wrap everything up, usually meat or what have you. So foil works out really well in that aspect. Grill some steaks, put them on a plate, rest them, cover it with a little foil. If you're barbecuing, Jeff, foil is, you're probably going to need two rolls of foil because, <laughs> uh, yeah, the foil's great. Foil, foil keeps things warm. I don't store with foil, though. Do you store, like, stuff in the fridge with foil? I usually don't, no. Like, say, leftovers. I'm just kind of throwing it on a plate or in a bowl and just covering it with saran wrap. Or plastic wrap. I guess saran wrap's a brand, but... Right. It's usually Almost like Kleenex, so that's what people say. And I get this huge thing of saran wrap that kind of stays on the counter. Like, it's so big, you kind of just pull the sheet out, and it's got its own little cutter on it that you run it through. Because sometimes, you know... Just the little tiny box of plastic wrap. I waste so much of that trying to like unpeel it off the roll and then just sticks to everything and you waste half of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Once you lose it from that perforated edge and then you try to find it again, it's next to impossible to get it straight without going through about a, a foot of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's when I that's when I upgraded to the big box and it, it sits on the counter, bring it out from the pantry to put it on the counter and it's got its own cutter. That thing's great. Yeah, I don't use much as far as saran wrap, I guess. You know what? I'm more of a container guy. Like and I like glass. Uh, I don't like Tupperware. I think Tupperware is kind of weird, but <laughs> I like I like glass storage. I really do. So what do you mean Tupperware is, is weird? Do you just mean plastic? Just plastic in its own. Yeah, it stains, you know, yeah. it, it just stains. You can't, you're not really supposed to heat things up in it. Glass. Glass and ceramics, that's the way to go. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I was going to say, I guess I call Tupperware as just any sort of container like that, almost like saran wrap and Kleenex, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But definitely, yeah, the plastic stuff, it's usually too thin to throw in the dishwasher. Right. Um, the lids always seem to, like, disappear. The glass ones are just so much better. And, and even, like, the glass containers with, like, the locking lids that kind of yes. lock on both sides, those yep. are good. Those are great. Yeah. Pyrex. I, like, I have py- a lot of Pyrex. Pyrex, yeah. Big fan of the Pyrex. What if you're bringing over some chili, Jeff? Okay. You're coming over to my house to watch the game. You said, Chris, I'm going to make some of my famous Jeff's chili. You just transport that in the pot, right? 
crock pot? Oh, not a crock pot. No. no? The pot that I cooked it in, a towel mm. and a bungee cord. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's the way we transport it. For some reason, chili, yeah, I think chili just stays in that big, crazy pot. All right. Yeah, I like it. I like the visual, too. Yeah, it's, it's almost like um, like a bourbon barrel in a way. You have to transport it as you would sure. a nice, delicious bourbon. What about something Bake 24 cookies for a, okay. for a holiday party? Using anything Ooh. special to transport those? I think we probably have some type of cookie transporter, like a cookie container. Mm, specially designed for cookies, huh? Yeah. They make them, they make cake ones, I know. Oh, I know we have a cake one. I would probably just throw it on a big plastic tray and saran wrap the hell out of it. <laughs> yeah, and that might be a time that I do use saran wrap. Yeah. Where I, I use the, or plastic wrap, saran wrap. We're giving them so many plugs during this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Uh, so what do you think is the best thing for any type of to-go order? What, what is the oh. best material? Are you going with? Are you sticking with plastic, like you said earlier? I, I think so. I mean, I think that's just the most popular one. Um, it's the most popular as far as a container. I mean, you know, if I'm getting a burrito or something or a gyro, it's it's probably just wrapped in you know foil lined, no foil and 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 like paper, right? You know, combo and then thrown in the bag. Well, here's yeah. my favorite type of food transportation vessel. I'm going to go with styrofoam. And I know that styrofoam, it sits around in landfills forever. It's not good for the environment. But man, let me tell you, when you get something from a to-go place and they have styrofoam, it's going to be warm when you get home and it's not going to, it's not going to suck. It doesn't change like the, the food at all. I got you. I was, I was picturing a styrofoam cooler, <laughs> oh, but, but well, now, styrofoam now I coolers got you. are great too. I love styrofoam coolers too. They will keep your stuff cold for a long time. They're not Yeti coolers or anything like that, but they're also not $300. They're like $7 at Walgreens. You remember when like the Big Mac would come in a styrofoam container? Yes. And the filet fish the lovely blue styrofoam <laughs> container that the filet fish used to be yeah, in. Yeah. The Big oh, Mac was like goodness. brown or orange, maybe like a, yeah, orange, it was like a brownish orange, color. Yeah. The orange one was the quarter pounder. Was it? I believe so. I vaguely remember those and I'm sure. Yeah sure the chicken nuggets probably came in styrofoam too right yeah they were yellow, yellow. it was yellow. a yellow and brown one yep yep and remember yep. the mcdlt that came oh that was the weird in its own <laughs> you, you had to like put it back together thing right cold you stuff to, on one side assemble it yeah they kept yeah. the cold away from the hot and there was segregation <laughs> going on in your fast food container uh, see i think Man, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I guess there's maybe a few places that I could think of that still do the styrofoam way. I think places are just getting away from that, though. I know that they are. It seems like a lot of barbecue places will do it because I think mm. they know that that's the way to transport their stuff. Yeah. So that usually happens. And if I order Mexican food, there's usually the burrito. Then there's a, con a little compartment for the rice and then mm. the beans. Yep. Yep. Perfect. Yeah, so another container that I absolutely love, yeah. the Chinese food container. It's not cardboard. It's just paper. It's just like sturdy paper. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. It's, maybe it's laminated some type of way. <laughs> <laughs> it's really what it is. What it's, is that? For a kindergarten project? 
I don't know what it is, but those things work out so well, right? They do actually, yeah. And they usually cram. I'm just thinking like a big one filled with fried rice. It's usually the rice is. I've never really had like cold fried rice from opening one of those up, so it's got to do a good job. The the drink transporter. Ooh, a drink transporter. That's yeah, pretty the, the, standard everywhere, right? Like the yeah, the paper one. It's like, oh, do you need a drink holder? Yes, I do. If you have more than holder. two drinks, if you have more than one drink, you probably need it. Yeah. Yeah, most likely. I mean, I can I can do two in a bag because I'm just talented like that. But yeah, three drinks, <laughs> three drinks. And yeah, you need that drink holder. Oh, I don't have that type of talent at all. If I have <laughs> one drink and another bag, sometimes I'll ask for that cup holder <laughs> and then I'll just carry everything in that cup holder. I always get nervous about those cup holders, though. Do you? I do. Yeah, I don't know. I'm more comfortable holding two large drinks in one hand than I am two large drinks in a cup holder. Like, I I don't know if it's a balance thing. I don't know what it is. Well, if you put them on opposite sides, it's different. Or if you put them just on one side and then you hold the the side that doesn't have the drinks and you hold that like you're doing two drinks, you got to do them in diagonal. Yeah, but you can also do it on the same side. Same side. Just two drinks sometimes. No, that's dangerous, Jeff. Your confidence as far as drink holders is, are concerned. That is an unbalanced drink holder right there. That's just adding <laughs> the laws to the of trouble. physics allow for that. And the stress. What about spices? Do you have fancy containers for your spices at home? No. Do you have like oh, a fancy you put them in spice the... rack and like its own little like I don't I don't. I don't either. I just yeah. I don't understand spice racks really. Because how remember, do you know what they are? I remember my father had one. And it was cool uh-huh. and it was, it was basic. It was just, you know, like a wooden piece of wood with holes in it, you know, in like clear jars with, you know, the white top that had the name of the spice on it. It yeah. looked cool. Kind of takes up space, a little extra space. I just have a little small cabinet in the kitchen where I throw all my spices and it's, it, it's fine. You know, it just says McCormick everywhere, basically. Right. <laughs> but yeah. I would just be constantly filling up spice jars. <laughs> just like just keep them where they came from. They look cool. Yeah. If I had a huge kitchen someday. No, yeah, I, I agree with you. I just yeah, I just put it in the container in which it which it was bought. Do you have special containers for flour and sugar? Brown sugar. I think my wife does. I don't do any baking. Mm-hmm. So those are usually in Tupperware containers, I believe. Because mm-hmm. those bags, those bags don't yeah. no. I mean they barely make it at the store have you ever looked at the shelf where they put all the sugar at there's always sugar on there there's no way there's not going to be <laughs> i just got some new fancy ones for flour and sugar and you know they're they're plastic um and they got like a little snap-on locking lid and there's one for brown sugar that has like this special terracotta disc that you moisten and it like clips to the lid underneath and it's supposed to keep the sugar soft it doesn't but that's what it's supposed to do so I know there's like ceramic ones too that people will put up, but I think those are more decorative, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's and then the plastic one that's probably more of a has a has a functionality to it where it, it's supposed to, like you said, keep it where it doesn't clump. Yeah, that wouldn't like, happen with that glass one. Like the ceramic ones, like you remember when I when I was a kid, like it would it would be a really loose lid that would just kind of like <laughs> plop on top of the sugar, you know, probably let any. Any air, any bug go in there anytime (laughs) they want, in and out, you know. The ones I got now are actually pretty nice. You know, they got little uh, rubber um, 
edges so so it's a nice seal when that comes down and then it's like a little locking latch it's all plastic but you know i I feel like uh my flour and my sugar is not getting contaminated in any way you know what i mean (laughs) Mm -hmm. but then there's the problem it's like a kit and it comes with the big one you know the big one you get the big sack of flour fill it up the sugar is a little smaller the brown sugar is a little (laughs) bit smaller and then there's like three more that you're like what the hell do I put in these things? And everything doesn't fit in there, right? So yeah. you, can you put the full bag of sugar in there? These, on, on these latest ones, yes. Flour, okay. it leaves, even leaves a little space. Sugar, the whole thing can go in there. The brown sugar is solid. Comes with the fancy terracotta thing that doesn't work, but it's solid. Okay. But yeah, but then what do you do with the other three? I mean, what are you supposed to put in there? Cereal? They're too small for cereal. So I just use it for barbecue rub. Like when I make my own barbecue rub, oh, I'll just make a lot and then put any extra in there because it actually does have a little shaker attachment lid to it too. So Here's a, we were talking about spices and, and containers and everything here. Salt and pepper, salt and pepper shakers. Do you have those out like on a kitchen table or on the counter or anything? Actually, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't either. Remember how commonplace that used to be? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's even a thing anymore. Maybe for the older generation, maybe. I put plenty of salt and pepper in my food <laughs> that, you know, I'm pretty confident in not worrying about, you know, oh, do you have any salt? You know, sometimes uh, that might happen. And right. no, I don't have a salt shaker. So I will just give them the big canister of kosher salt. <laughs> Say, here you go. Well, even now, too, they all come with their own sort of shakers, too. Yeah. You know, when, when you buy them, even um, like black pepper, it, it has like its own grinder. You can just get the peppercorns and then it has a, that's actually, a grinder cap yeah, or whatever. That's actually what I've been getting lately when I get black pepper. It's just the, the built in crappy little grinder. It does the job. Yeah, but it, it tastes better because then you have freshly ground pepper. Oh, yeah. You definitely always got it. If Whether you got a nice fancy pepper mill or you're buying little cheap one off the spice rack <clears throat> at the grocery store. You gotta have freshly ground pepper. We are really veering off into spices. So I think we might have to save that for the next episode. <laughs> I think that's it. I think we covered everything as far as food containers. I like styrofoam, even though it's bad for the environment. I think it works really well. If somebody gives it to me, I don't complain because my food, I know what it's going to be like when I get it home. It's going to be good. Right. Let us know uh, what you prefer when ordering food from a restaurant, bringing it home. What do you think keeps it warm the best? What do you think keeps it cool? What do you think is the perfect scenario? Because some things are better than others for the environment. Some things are just pointless. And some things, well, just hold the food together better. So kind kind of a battle. It is. Check us out on social media, Fresh Uncooked, on Instagram and Twitter, Fresh Uncooked Podcast, on TikTok. Episode 16 is in the books, Jeff. Absolutely. And make sure that you're leaving those comments over at Apple Podcast. Let us know how we're doing. Just yeah. any comment. We'll Just take, say hi. We'll take any feedback on the show, good or bad. Let us know. So until next week, Jeff. Enjoy what you eat. <laughs>